Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to a podcast of the Geek.io Media Network. For all of our shows and more, visit Geek-io.net. And to help support the network, head over to Patreon.com slash Geek.io. This is S4, bringing you the best in water cooler geekery for over a century of episodes. The following podcast contains spoilers for the TV shows covered, and incredibly bad language, and the use of incredibly bad language to spoil TV shows. If this is something you're into, then welcome to the one, the only, The Small Screen Spoiler Show. Indeed, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the one, the only small screen spoiler show. I am, of course, not at all reopening a window that I closed. Wait for it. Wait Google. I was literally just here. I literally just closed the window, Google. Why are you making me log back in? I closed, the wrong I closed the wrong tab. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Small Screen Spoiler Show, episode 113. Yeah, 113. I knew he's, that one. He's oh. CJ. I find douchebag to be the most descriptive boat. Thank you. And I'm Jared. He can't be bleat as a veto. Indeed. And, of course, joining us, as always, is the invisible third chair, never visible, but always here, Daryl, a rough draft of what nature intended, Shaler. First draft of what nature intended, Shaler. Whatever. I can read a script. Mom. During. What about today? Well, today we're going to talk about Crisis on Infinite Earths, part four and five. Wrap that baby up. Smack it on the bottom. Send it on its way. And then we're starting a new show. We're going to talk about The Witcher. It's on the Netflix, in case you didn't know. Uh, Season one, episode one, the end's beginning. Episode two, four marks. Episode three, Betrayer Moon. And episode four, Banquets, Bastards, and Burials. Indeed. But before we get to that, our lovely podcast listeners, we have to pay the bills here and you are going to be hearing a short break after this. Stay tuned. And we're back. If you want an ad-free experience, make sure you tune in live Mondays at 10 p.m. Eastern over twitch.tv slash geek.io show. Uh, or go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash geek.io, where we put up everything that we do the moment that we record it without ads, because we love you. All right. Let us go ahead and hear what Daryl has to say about Crisis on Infinite Earths, Episode 4. Crisis on Infinite Earths, Part 4. 2,000 years ago, Sam Nouveau stepped into the Quantum Leap Accelerator and fucked up the dawn of time, resulting in none other than the Anti-Monitor. 
In present day, Iron Man is floating through space recapping Infinity War via love letter for those in the audience who missed the first movie. And all hope is lost. Well, before he teams up with the Avengers to make a fix-it-all time machine based on borrowed technology. And you can tell they're all friends now because even though they have Lex freaking Luthor there, it's still all masks off and real names. Green Arrow gets a Rob Zombie makeover in Sith wardrobe, shuts up Kevin, I make the puns around here, and takes them into the Speed Force for some fun but pointless scenes, including a freaking movie crossover, goddammit. Movie Flash meeting TV Flash was too brief but absolutely perfect, all things considered. Seeing them geek out about the multiverse and costumes was incredibly fun, and here's hoping they use this as a Watsonian perspective excuse for changing the movie-verse around, since it too was destroyed. Then it's time for the brave and the bold. Shut up, ducky, I make the- yeah, you get the idea. To go back in time to stop the monitor from going back to create the anti-monitor. Oh, and Ducky gave himself superpowers when he edited the Book of Destiny. You know, exactly like the SpongeBob SquarePants movie, where they wrote in the book to travel through space and give themselves superpowers. Anyway, branching multiverses and all that mean that stopping one monitor isn't enough, and the anti-monitor is still birthed. So plan B then, a Voldemort versus Harry Potter wand fight, while the heroes have an Avengers light showdown against weightless Dementors, who fall just as easily to eye lasers as they do the weak failed fists of a 35-year-old regular human. Then the gang <laughs> uses the power of friendship to stare at Oliver, and while their powers don't combine to form either Captain Planet or Bebo, they do allow Oliver to shoot a Marvel trademarked blue beam into the sky, and it all ended with a big bang. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's pretty much it. Anything else? So sweet. <clears throat> sweet, Thanks. we can move on. Oh my god, for a penultimate episode of a major crossover, this play this episode went places, man. <laughs> like all over the places. Uh, I can't say that it was all good places, but it went places. No, no. I mean, it was mostly good, I think. Yeah, except for the end, but we'll get there. <laughs> oh, the end was fine. It was a thing that happened. And yeah, it was it was definitely a thing that happened. <laughs> it's definitely a thing that happened. Um we just had to see whose uh, sky laser was bigger. Yeah. I, uh, I absolutely jumped for joy when uh, the movie universe, Flash, uh, who is one of the only redeeming things in a Justice League movie, came into this, and it made me so happy. That was a great scene. I, I enjoyed their genuine like giddiness of meeting each other. Right? Like, like, it was just genuine joy. Like it was. It's like, it's, I'm Barry Allen. You're Barry Allen. But now we're here. So this is this is a multiverse thing. Oh, this is cool. It's like yeah. So you're this universe is Flash. Flash? <laughs> like, oh yeah. They never say it in the movie. Yeah, they never called him Flash at all in the Justice League movie. Not once. It's like Flash. Flash. <laughs> and I love your costume. It looks really comfy. <laughs> Yeah, like this is all like, is this some kind of weird high tech cosplay thing you got going on right now? No, that was great. It was so good. Nice and, get, nice get, CW. Yeah, and God, I hope that this means that hopefully the DC overlords realize that uh, their stuff doesn't have to be grim and dark, and they kill off the Snyderverse as well in this, because that would be nice. Grim darkness everywhere. Dead parents. Dead parents. Dead parents. Darkness. I mean, the Joker movie isn't in this DC movie universe that we saw. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. It's really good. 
it is really a fantastic film. Um, Well-deserved of all of the things. Because I, I was in with the bandwagon of why do I want to watch a Joker movie? And then it gave me a movie about a man suffering from mental illness, trying to make it in a very tough society as, of Gotham City. <laughs> like, like huh. We know about Gotham. You yeah. watched five seasons of that right? shenanigans. And him dancing downstairs in some kind of weird Fortnite thing is less is still not half as weird as some of the stuff was going on in Gotham. <laughs> but it it is a fantastic film, and I'm saying film, not movie. Like, but I'm but I'm guessing there's no Mr. Cupcake. No, there's no Mr. Cupcake. Ugh. Bring back Mr. Cupcake. Right. Just <laughs> that hashtag bring back cupcake. It's our monitor is Mr. Cupcake. <laughs> Man, what y'all doing? I'm gonna take over your universe. Man, what y'all doing? I'm here to destroy all y'all multiverses. I'm gonna eat them all with these cupcakes. Mm, num num num. Multiverse cupcakes. <laughs> so tasty. Y'all just settle down. We don't need to fight. But we will. Y'all too, y'all too uppity. <laughs> uh, I think I'm slipping into Titus. I <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I'm slipping into <laughs> Titus. <laughs> um, it, man, like I enjoyed this episode until the end. Like. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed this one, I think, mostly. I'm trying to remember. It's all kind of faded. It was like over a week ago. <laughs> yeah, and, and unlike episode five, this is kind of un, this is kind of forgettable. Yeah. Being the big penultimate episode, like... I don't know. It felt more interesting to me than five. Five was just kind of like... It felt like an episode-long epilogue, almost. I mean, so this was four and five both felt weird to me. Like some of four felt like it should have been in three and like five felt weird and tacked on, but yes, it did needed because four ended so unfulfilled. Like we build up to this whole thing. Now we're just gonna like hold hands and, and then we are literally going to care bear stare at it. <laughs> literally care bear stare. Rachel and I, while they're doing this, we're watching you go, <laughs> we care. We care. Focus. Focus on your paragon. You're the paragon of love. Think about love. Oh, like I'm laughing so hard because they are just staring their eyes out at freaking Van the Flame with your love. No, no special effects, no nothing. They are just staring at Oliver and the Anti Monitor, and that works. Yeah, it works somehow. Because destiny, they rebooted the universe by staring really intensely at Oliver in the Anti Monitor. Daryl brings up a good point. The Dementors, like what? <laughs> I mean, there was a, a million of them in the first episode, and they managed to kill Oliver Queen. But in this one, like, 
Yeah, a regular thirty-five <laughs> year old man just punches him into smoke. <laughs> it's the, I'm the bear uh, god of humanity. Punch. It's the it's the it's the anime trope of uh, beginner's luck. <laughs> First time you see a thing, it's always infinitely powerful. You can shoot it with a gun. You can punch it with super speed force. You can <laughs> hit it with your wacky stick. Uh, but basically, all you have to do is touch it with some force, and it explodes into yeah. smoke. Except for like, so this that reminded me. That whole thing reminded me of um, for some strange reason because this is where my brain goes when I watch things. Uh, Lord Zed's putties in the second season of Mighty Morphin <laughs> Power Rangers. <laughs> Where the first time they fought them, they couldn't figure out how to hit, how to kill them, and they almost killed the Power Rangers with putties. <laughs> and then they realized a small just, flick to the Z in the chest killed them, so they yeah. were never a threat just, again. Just, just hit them in the Z. It's just like the other putties. <laughs> what? Oh my god! These are now putties again, and not weird, weird world-ending threats. And Bulk and Skull can beat them. I mean, come on, <laughs> right? Just punch them in the Z. Because I thought the same thing. About punch them in the Z. Man, the the Shadow Demons were a very much so a larger threat in the first episode. But yeah, it. The, that thing. last 15 minutes felt kind of dumb. Well, not kind of dumb. <laughs> really dumb. They were pretty dumb, but I was fine with it. The, it the fight bother. between the Anti-Monitor and Oliver was pretty okay. I guess. And I more, like, a lot of slow kind of like grappling jujitsu type yeah. stuff. I guess it, it was and something. And it worked well because you couldn't have that big bulky armor go and do like full-blown like martial arts. Like you had to take it to that different level yeah or make him you know into a giant yeah because reason and then speaking of power rangers make my monster <laughs> grow <laughs> i'm only mostly dead <laughs> um yeah just this felt weird this felt so weird but at least oliver got to say you have failed this universe Yes, that was like that's all that really like mattered. That's Spectre. what all of this built up to. <laughs> yeah, Oliver saying that line. Like Specter Oliver looked and sounded pretty cool. Like that that effect and that what how he acted when he was the Specter worked for me. Yeah, I was fine with that. And it, you know, just, and just so you didn't forget that this was an Arrow episode, we're gonna have like this little montage of Arrow scenes. Yeah. And, and we're going to talk about Felicity, but she's not going to show up. <laughs> right. And when we go through the Speed Force, we have to go and touch all of the arrow things, like nothing else, just, you know, one Well, it was Oliver's thing, arrow. so, you know, he was making all the memories or whatever that was tying everyone together, so they had to go. I still don't know. So they go had to, no so Flash had to go find and touch them and show up in things that didn't exist. I guess. And then like, go find who is it? The oh yeah, Superman. Like it's like yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm gonna just interrupt this whole scene that's happening right here. Uh, the you guys don't actually exist. Um, but Superman, you need to come with me. Like, what? What do you mean I don't exist? 
We're, we're in the speed force. Don't don't worry about it. Just, just come on. Let's go. <laughs> we're running out of time. There's only so much time left in the episode. We got to wrap this up. <laughs> yeah. Like the first one, it had to be this long drawn out thing. After that, just you you don't exist. Come with me. <laughs> they don't exist. You're real. Come with me. We're in the speed force, and uh, you got to give me a high five or something so we can get out of here. <laughs> Because the anti-monitor like jumped in and grumbled at us while we were moving through the speed force, and then we got separated. Yeah, he was just like grumpy. Like <laughs> it was just funny. He was like booga booga booga, and then oh no, we <laughs> fell out of the space force. I mean, speed force. <laughs> it's like um, it's a um, courage the cowardly dog's owner <laughs> yelling at him through the mask. <laughs> like... But it was fine. It was all fine. It was, it happened. It was the thing that happened. <sighs> Any other notes before we move on? Let's see. The height of fashion at the dawn of time. They're mostly quotes because the quotes okay. were good. We already said douchebag is the most descriptive. This is all the monitor's fault. So good on you. Uh, the paragon of pep tops. Yep. Pep talks. I can talk. The Brave and the Bold, Ruined Bad Guy Plan, and we have a new universe now. Yay. And we're going to learn all about this new universe in... I was on the wrong screen. Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 5. Supergirl wakes up in Bizarro World. Lex Luthor is accepting a Nobel Peace Prize, and the gang slowly gets together because Stanley confirms that the Heroes Multiverse has been punched together, goddammit. Now give us all the crossovers. Anyone not a paragon gets the previously on recap from the Martian Manhunter, and we get the attack of the 50-foot Bebo. Praise Bebo. Praise Bebo. Wait, Bebo self is fourth wall breaking quips and big blue fuzzballs. Oh, yes. This is the Legends episode, isn't it? And it, it is. Big Bad wasn't entirely defeated by staring at it. Dementors are back, and apparently more threatening now since Kevin was punching them to dust last episode, but now cowers in fear. And things look bad as they start breaking into Star Labs. Damn it, if only they had some sort of force field for this type of thing. Although I guess it's possible that this universe doesn't have that feature and the little multiverses. Anyway, the gang assembles to avenge Coulson's death and Ivan Ooze is defeated once and for all. And we celebrate by looking over the new multiverse that's been... Pausing this for a moment. How did I... How... How did we make... What, four Mighty Morphin Power Rangers <laughs> references so far? And two Ivanusa references. I mean, come on. Oh my god. All right. Created. Diggle has both versions of his kid. Superman has sons, plural. Green fucking lantern. Stars and Stripes, Doom Patrol, which is officially a different Earth than Titans. Titans, Super Atom, and. Wait. Everyone did die, didn't they? The heroes who survived the end of the multiverse still lost everyone and they didn't come back. Each of their loved ones was annihilated and the fact that they created a new multiverse in its place is still just a reroll of the cosmic dice. Duplicates. Copies of the characters we know and love. Trillions of people still blinked out of existence in a- Ooh! The Justice League table. Oh, I need some more seats. Holy fuck, I get to legitimately say, Meanwhile in the Hall of Justice now. And Gleek! Nice nod to how we first saw the signs of Grodd. Uh, where was I? Existential Dread? Okay. <laughs> that may be Daryl's best uh, thing ever. Right, that was really good. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're always well written, but that one was really well delivered as well. Right. Um, and they do just kind of glaze gloss over a lot of things. They really do. 
nobody everyone died, but we brought everyone back. But they're not really the same person. But uh, nobody feels nobody cares worse whatsoever for anything that happened. Like, and by the way, it's all one universe now. We. <laughs> Yeah, because we we had to uh, get rid of that real quick because it. <laughs> Supergirl's on CW now, so we want her to be free season. to. Yeah. Black Lightning's probably not getting renewed for another season, so we had to pull him into here. So in case we ever wanted to use him again, uh... <laughs> yes, Black Lightning's here. He's he's good. Uh, Supergirl's now in this universe, so yeah. she's not so in her own separate thing. We don't have to worry about five that. Five seconds. Portaling over to it because you know that's always been a big major hurdle between with visiting Supergirl <laughs> is the dimensions. Well, now she can just show up whenever. Like, look at a hairpin and like, oh, this is this looks like Supergirl's hairpin. Hold on, Barry, I'm gonna vibe you to Earth seventy three thousand two hundred and six. Boop, boop. Hi, Supergirl. <laughs> Let's race. Wee. Um, they got their their DC version of a Stan Lee cameo. Yeah, Marv Wolfman showed up, which was nice. And Marv, I love you. You're the best. <laughs> that whole scene was so weird and so and shoehorned in, but very, wonderful at the same awkward. time. <laughs> like I looked at him and I'm like, some fucking there's some motherfucking Marv Wolfman is like, hi Marv. I'm like, hey motherfucking Marv Wolfman. <laughs> hey, can you sign this for me? It's like, wait, so she's in my universe now? Oh, yeah. I've always been doing stuff yeah, she's, together. Yeah, she's always in here with you. <laughs> Y'all do you stuff together green all the time. I like your green arrow. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my this God. Everyone's back, but uh, go ahead and cry because Oliver stayed dead. Yeah, everybody, everybody's sad because Sad Boy is still dead and sad. But he'll be back for the next episode of Arrow because he has to pass off the torch to his daughter, which was miraculously not involved in any of this. No, no, no. They not they got to purgatory and then peaced out, and that was that was that. We had three canaries available to do any kind of like sonic activity. Nope, none of them. Another Green Arrow? Nope, doesn't matter. Like <laughs> no. What about Ragman? No, Mister Trip? No. Shush. Nobody asked but, you. They're not paragons. No, because <laughs> reasons. <laughs> because reasons. We have things to do. And his daughter's busy filming that episode, her solo episode of Arrow. So. <laughs> right. I haven't watched that one yet. I was tempted to before the show, but I haven't. I haven't either. It's because I've been super busy. Yeah. Cookie season is upon us. And you Why know all about that. Hard. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, this did feel like a weird epilogue. Like, we had the another fight for no good reason. Um, yeah, like I it's a giant that. anti-monitor, and then they yeah. basically ant-manned him. Yes. Yeah. No <laughs> ifs, or buts. They absolutely ant-manned him. I was hoping. Like, him, was uh, what did they call it? Get the super like dark blue eggshell looking motherfucker that we get in the comic books. No, he's just he's just big. Yeah. No, he's just big. Damn it! <laughs> so we send him to the quantum realm. I mean, uh, the microverse. Because <laughs> he's just drinking forever. There could be some trademark issues on that one. Yeah, we'll work on that. <laughs> Oof. Oof. I hey, appreciate it's a, it's it. I appreciate DC, but oof. <laughs> oof. It's like, uh, the monitor's not dead. How do we solve this problem? We, real, real quick. Uh, we'll just shrink him. I mean... 
to be fair, wasn't solved much better in the comics. <laughs> like, we're just gonna send him to the end of time. How? No. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna sit in there. He's just gonna chill. Something about Booster Gold and the Flash and going back through time and forward through time at the same time and sent and Superboy Prime and why do I smell silver? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it I don't know, man. Like I love the fact that we're in a single universe now because we do get cool things like the Hall of Justice. We get the Super Friends. Unfortunately, we get the Super Friends. <laughs> I know. And that Gleek confirmed. Oh, fucker! <laughs> Which any I assume means the Wonder Team, the Wonder Twins are also confirmed. Any, twi- any tease of the Wonder Twins could have been better than this. Any of them. Yeah. You had to pull a fucking Gleek. Of yeah, you, all could have had, you could have had a T-Rex and a pail of water. But no. Make a monkey reference. Any. This shit is bananas. P A N A N A S. Form of a green tiger. Whatever that is. Form of a snowstorm. Um I I I am really genuinely excited though for the stuff that they can do and hopefully won't squander away with this shared Earth Prime universe though. Yes. And I did laugh out loud when they pulled back and revealed it was the Hall of Justice. Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 good. I'm like, that. hey, now, yeah, we're just, yeah, it's a it's a warehouse that all because like when they went to that in like episode two or three was it two or three I don't remember, uh, but I'm like, where the fuck are they? Like, why is this this big deal? Like, what is this weird empty room? <laughs> yeah, this weird warehouse, but they're making it seem like it's a big deal. Hey, look, guys, they got a table with chairs. I was like, oh, I, like, I do oh, like the King Arthur little, in the round table. Round table. That that's cool. fun. He's like, what's in the attic? Oh, it's Gleek. It's like, really? They're making a Gleek reference. Motherfucker. And they pull out. <laughs> oh, it's the Hall of Justice. <laughs> want, so that means we're definitely going to get a Legion of, Legion of Doom because we're going to get President Luthor in this. I think that's fairly obviously been set up. Yeah, that's very much set up. And this um, is now Earth Prime. Yeah, because we're we're just one strep wow one strep step away from the President Luthor storyline. Um, and you know what? I'm okay with that because dear God, give me more of that guy's Lex Luthor. Like two and a half Luthors He's, is just <laughs> the best. I fucking love him so much. I'm I'm, I'm here for Sassy Luthor. It's fine. Um, He's so much better than Lena. Right? Yes. Like. I, I Kia picked up again on Supergirl, so I'm I'm watching Supergirl. We're not going to continue watching it for the show, um, but I'm back in on Supergirl uh, mainly because Kia's all in on Supergirl again. Um, there are worse things. I I am excited to see if they kind of shelve Lena because they have two and a half Luthors now. Yes, and he's a good guy question mark no no like he, he's definitely lex luthoring this shit um <laughs> i mean the so wink was very our, suspicious our, our legion of doom for the Arrowverse, we have lex luthor who probably will be hiding himself so maybe lena luthor um solomon grundy solomon grundy uh, who else was on the legion of doom um I mean, we're going to have a lot will we get, of Flash. Will we get Chitara or whatever her name is? Yeah, we're not going to get Cheetah because she's uh, a Wonder Woman villain. 
We're not going to get Black Manta unless they introduce an Aqua person. We could have um, Aqua Lad. That'd be fun. We do have the Batwoman group, so we can get Scarecrow. We'll probably have Alice on the Legion of Doom, if not um, Riddler. I think they referenced directly in Batwoman. Yeah, it was Riddler that they referenced directly in Batwoman. You do have the entire Gotham rogues, rogues gallery, as well as the Flash rogues gallery. So, like, world-ending threats? <laughs> That's like, fine. I'm, I'm cool with the next crossover being Legion of Doom. Like, exactly. Like, the thing is with the Legion of Doom is if you took them outside of the Super Friends, like, they were all world-ending level threats. Like, even Solomon Grundy and... Um, Gorilla Grodd were world-threatening threats. Like, just because they were in... Like, that's the whole reason why I get pissed off that people hate Aquaman, because of super, super friends. Like, no. Aquaman is all in all Superman of the sea. Ooh, Bizarro. Yeah, we yeah, do have Bizarro. Bizarro circle, Supergirl, or... Yeah. Supergirl. Let's see. Who are the members of the Hall of... Yes, there you go. Bizarro, Black Manta, Brainiac... Yeah, well, yeah, we do have Brainiac and Supergirl. I mean, isn't the crap? That's Brainiac Five. That's a Legion of Superheroes guy. Is her yeah, what's his name? What's his name? Brainy. Brainy, yes. Yeah, Brainiac Jeez. Five. He's the Ugh. good Brainiac. Brainiac, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we did get the bad Brainiac in season two or three. Uh, let's see, Captain Cold. Uh, Captain Cold's a good guy. He's a good guy now. Cheetah. Giganta. She won't exist because she's a Wonder Woman. Giganta. I don't know that one. Gorilla Grodd. Yeah, we got Gorilla Grodd. He's still around. Riddler. Scarecrow. Sinestro. They finally gave you your your Green Lantern nod. We finally got that, even though it's on a different fucking universe, but that doesn't mean anything. Maybe. Solomon Grundy and Toy Man. Twiggy? Toy Man. Oh. <laughs> oh, we do have Toy Man too from Supergirl. So yeah, let's 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 have that that can be the next crossover. We'll have a nice fun little Legion of Doom episode. Yeah, crossover. Exactly. Do yeah, it. Because we have one, two. We've done the whole three, multiverse destruction thing. You can't five, go bigger than that, so six, bring it back small. Seven, eight confirmed. Yeah, and Sinestro could be an easy pull because we have Green Lanterns now. Um. Yeah, uh, like you can only pull at universe-ending things too many times without them becoming stale. Um, sometimes a more personal threat is a lot more threatening and endearing and a better storyline than a universal threat. Because the universal threat, I mean, like what we did with this, with the Anti-Monitor, you have to throw a god at it. Hmm. Apparently, they've already done Legion of Doom and Le- Legends of Tomorrow. Huh. Yeah, I don't even know most of the villains in Legends of Tomorrow. Well, yeah, so we have an entire freaking thing there. Legend of Doom serves as the main antagonist for season two of Legends of Tomorrow, starring huh. from Arrow and the Flash. I thought I watched this version that. is led by Reverse Flash. Oh, yeah. It's Damian true. Dark, Malcolm Merlin. Yeah, we do have that huge group of people. Rip Hunter. And heat wave. Anyway, 
Yeah, that was a fun I completely forgot. Or yeah, that was so long ago though. It's no wonder that I forgot that. So hey, do it again. Do it proper. Since we yeah, have super friends. An actual Legion of Doom, like unlike the, um, I mean that's a good Legion of Doom that they have there, but it's not the. But you gotta have Luther. You gotta have Lex Luther. Yeah. Um, the rest you can mix around, but you gotta have yeah. him at the head. Yeah, you can have any of your evil speedsters because you have like eighteen thousand of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you do have Damien Dark. I think he's still around. Um, uh, Malcolm Merlin's not a good bad guy anymore. He also might be dead. Um, yeah. If we're gonna do Captain Cold, you have to have him time displaced, like they had here. Um. Which, oh gosh, the fact that he's a, a famous writer now was wonderful. <laughs> yes, Rebecca. And his name is Rebecca. <laughs> Fucking best. <laughs> oh my God, it's so good. Like, it's so fantastic. And just the fact that he owns that shit. Like, there's, like, nobody, everybody realizes that he's Rebecca. Oh, should I call you Mick or Rebecca? Uh, Rebecca's fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, to my biggest fan, love Rebecca. Like, <laughs> so great. Mick is just the best. And yes, like, if you ever like forgot that this is supposed to be the Legends, uh, Legends of Tomorrow episode, suddenly Sarah's in charge. Like, she's the one leading the pack. Yes. Like, and Bebo. And Bebo, because that's the thing we needed to touch back up on, and I loved it. Like, Bebo's off limits! <laughs> I mean, I didn't get it, but I assumed it was from Legends of Tomorrow. It was, and it was It glorious. felt like it belonged there. It was such a weird, weird, like, Legends of Tomorrow is like the, is the modern day Legend of Super, uh, Super Friends. Like, but not stupid. Like, <laughs> meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice, Batwoman and Supergirl are making out because we are woke. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you forgot. All right. Anything else on Crisis? Uh, I got another good uh, closed caption uh, sound for the De- Dementors, whatever they were called. Uh, when they were flying around, it said ethereal wishing. Wish- <laughs> so good job, uh, closed caption writers. Yep. Um, and don't call me Sparkles, which was one of your potential names, but you want to be called Sparkles. So Yes, call me Sparkles. So yeah, a crisis happened. Yeah. We sent the anti-monitor into the quantum realm or the microverse, whichever... You want to call it? <laughs> um, and there's one universe now, Earth Prime, and things are happening. Was this your first crossover, though, that you watched all the way through? I'm 99% sure, yeah. I mean, I saw, some, I saw some of the crossovers when it was just Arrow and Flash. Yeah. But none with more than that. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was good. Yeah, they, I, feel I had like- fun they do their best obviously because these are huge ratings pools. So like. It wasn't perfect, but the CW shows never are. So (laughs) I had low expectations. That's fair. 
overall, I had a good time. There we go. All right. It was a little dumb and sometimes weird, but usually in a good way. Yeah. Like, and, and I am excited to see what you think of Legends Tomorrow going forward. Like, that is, that's, my, that's my biggest thing is I want, like, I think you're going to be all in on Legends Tomorrow, just like we were with Gotham. Like, because it's in that same vein, and I love it. Yeah, well, we were back and forth on Gotham. Yeah, we did drop it for, thankfully, the worst two seasons purportedly. So. <laughs> I don't know. Season two is pretty rough. It ended Season well, though. Very rough. It was, but it was bad enough that we that we rage quit it. Yep. Mostly because they didn't bring uh, Mr. Cupcake back after exactly. What, and then they season two, episode three, or worst something. Asriel ever of Mr. Chess. <laughs> Asriel, Jesus, I'm never gonna forgive him for that one. I love Asriel so much. You know, fucking Mr. Chess, I'm on me. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never forgive you, Gotham. We'll see what about The Witcher. Let's let's some, toss some coins. Witcher Episode 1. A Mandalorian goes into a bar and fights a bunch of goons to prove he's a badass cliché. Wait, what? Cliché averted? Although I guess he did just kill a giant spider monster, display raven eyes, and cooked Bambi. Yes, this is the first episode of The Witcher, based on the books, not the video game. It is vital that you know this, because book adaptations make bank. Video game adaptations, meanwhile, suck balls. And we sort of get introduced to people and places, but the show is pretty stingy on throwing around things like names and context for them. We're introduced to de-aged Kirsten Dunst playing a game of bones with street kids, and she's clearly a princess in disguise Whoa, 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 at least Gotham let me finish a thought before they gave the reveal. Anyway, there are battles. We know one of the armies is the bad guys because they wear black and act like the Reavers from Firefly. But with no concepts of stakes or threats, this admittedly well-executed battle is just... time filler. And we do get some exposition from the wizard and the holodeck garden filled with naked people, and it's just a boring string of names that don't really mean anything. I'm sure people who read the books loved it though. Anyway, we see the Siege of King's Landing, only this time the walls fall and the rich folk drink their poison. Meanwhile, Gerald fights a bloody good fight, although he clearly needs to level up his powers more, and ends up killing his new friend with a very familiar brooch. Okay, so before I get It was the lesser evil. Yes, the lesser evil. Um, so before I get too involved in my gushing of the show, before I watched the show, I had not read any of the books, nor played any of the games. I, I owned Witcher, well, I still own Witcher 1 and 2 on Steam. I have played approximately maybe an hour of both of them. <laughs> I've played zero hours of any Witcher game, nor have I read any Witcher book. So I know 0% about Witcher going into yeah. this show. No, it was the same with me. Like, I knew what the Witcher was. I knew it was Geralt of Rivia, and I knew he was some kind yeah. of, like, weird... Uh, I knew when I saw the guy with the white hair and the weird yeah. eyes and the sword that that was yeah. the Witcher. That's I don't know how I, I know that, but I knew that. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty much mine, too. Like, that was, that was about where I drew. Um, and I knew it was Superman playing him because uh, reasons. Though, impressively, I for, keep forgetting it is Superman. Yeah, because he can actually act, turns out. Yeah, I know, when you give him some good direction and stuff right. to do. Radical he has, he has the best, can... like, uh, annoyed sigh. Of, oh, of... <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <clears throat> yes, we could all say the F word like Geralt. 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 Whatever. Geralt. Sorry. Daryl's throwing me off by calling him Gerald now. <laughs> you know now that you've said that he's never gonna not call him Gerald. <laughs> like 
So he <laughs> fought a giant spider monster with his um, blood work eyes. Yes. Look just like <laughs> Flash. The blood work zombies. For real. Too close to home. Too, too, too recent. Couldn't get that out of my head, but it was fine. I love the fact that he gets his ass kicked. Like there's, he's not a superhero in this. Like he's not infallible. He just gets, he, he barely wins, but it's definitely by an ass pull. And he, <laughs> he very nearly died. He brute forces his way through. Yeah. Because apparently that's his power. It's brute force. Super stubbornness. Um, though he does prove that he's a tactician later in the battle. Um, but yeah, so you will notice that there's a few Monster of the Week episodes in this, and it is because they these books are pretty small, from what I could tell. Um, now, that being said, I'm only about halfway through the first book because... Oh, you started reading the book. Uh, audio, uh, Audible. Uh, ah. Geek-io.net slash Audible. Is that a thing? It is a thing. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. It is a thing. Uh, I haven't used it in forever, and I don't, I rarely talk about it, but... Uh, between Audible doing their Black Friday sale and um, Kindle doing their, uh, I got a really killer deal for three months of Kindle, uh, Kindle Unlimited for ninety nine cents. Nice. So I'm going ham on reading those books, though. Sadly, uh, these books are not on Kindle Unlimited, so no. I resorted to using my uh, Kindle uh, credits for it or my audible credits for it. Um, so while there's sex and boobies and lots and lots and lots of swearing, fuck. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. I, maybe I'm just too uh, desensitized by Mr. Robot season four, but <laughs> it didn't seem, fair. didn't seem as egregious as I was expecting it when you, uh, you know, when you warned me ahead of time. Um, I mean, the through the entire season of the eight episodes, there is a good five minute mashup of just Gerald, god damn it, Daryl, Gerald saying, <laughs> Fuck. Like, and it's glorious. And also, the <laughs> like, he's so good. I love, I love Andrew Cavill in this because he can actually prove that he can actually act and emote, yes. and it's a radical fucking concept. I know. No, he doesn't emote a ton. but No, because it's not the character, but he emotes no. more than he does as Superman. This is true. And I like that he, he does well of playing the subtlety of like, no, I don't care about anything, but he obviously does. Yeah, exactly. He cares very much. He's very much so like a Maui kind of character, where it's like, I don't care about you people, but I'm definitely going to do my own thing in the same direction that's going to help you. <laughs> but I'm not doing this for you. Yeah. So yeah, the first episode. Uh, yeah. What all happened here? We get introduced to Geralt. He goes to a city. To a lot of people. He goes to a city to sell his dead monster, and gets tricked to hanging out with a wizard who expositions some exposition. Yep. About an evil lady born under the shadow moon who something 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 that's um, never really important ever again. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. No. That- that never comes back up ever huh. in the entire series. <laughs> oh, I figured they were. That's where they were going with the uh, like Yennefer and. Uh, no, Sir- that Sir- that is more Sir- along the lines of um, 
uh sexy lady uh what's her face um sexy lady what's her face freaking uh the 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 renfrey there we go jesus Oh, oh from the first episode yeah, uh, more so her saying the uh, the only thing that really comes out of any of those prophecies is the uh, the girl from the woods is your destiny. Right. But like the demon who's going to destroy the world or anything like that? Nope. Okay. I, I really would uh, I think they should have, I mean, I know he was busy with Mandalorian, but I would have liked to have seen Werner Hart, Herzog as the, the wizard. Oh my god, you know? yes, that would have been so Because he's good. so, he does such a much better job of, of exposition, you know? Yeah. Oh, hello, Richard. Please come into my booby garden. We will have a discussion. We have things to discuss. We have matters to discuss about the shadow moon. It is a very difficult profession, of Richard. <laughs> uh, and I, I, it just it, it works so much better in my head. Yeah. Um, put that title there. <laughs> But, uh, uh, so yeah, the issue with this is, and something that I didn't realize until I am now watching the second time through, by the way, and oh no, please don't twist my arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it didn't take me long to figure out why CJ loves this show. Because it's basically a live action D&D campaign. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, where are you going to go with this? Where are you going with this as of you? Where are you going to go? Because you don't even know what's going to happen next. You think you know what's going to happen next, but then you're like, no. Yeah, exactly. The, the, like, the oh, we're going to behind the screen. And we're just like, we're just going to go over to this scene over here because I now have to plan what's going on over here. <laughs> wait, wait. That didn't work out like I expected to. So we're going to have to improvise a little bit. And scene. <laughs> yep. So yeah, you go and fight this. You go and fight the uh, the spider. Okay, it's no problem. I those that thing is two levels lower than me. Uh, nat twenty, nat twenty. Shit. Uh, <laughs> roll to save. Nat one. Shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so there's wizards and explanations yeah. and. And mysterious yeah, also that wizard doesn't then, uh, this anymore either. That wizard doesn't. He does. He did show up again. At yeah, least he does. But like his his role goes from big exposition dump <laughs> towards the world ending in his booby garden to <laughs> literally nothing. <laughs> like to sitting on the council and being yep. uh, racist. That, that is exactly <laughs> like the uh, the century. Uh, Centra, wizard, uh, rat, uh, rat sack. Nope. Uh, mouse sack. There we go. Good old mouse sack. Uh, he plays a big part in, in the st- story going forward. Yeah, I thought he was dead, and then he wasn't. Yeah. So that yay. happens in this show. <laughs> well, it's also they're obviously playing uh, Lucy Goosey with timelines. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad you caught on to that. <laughs> Well, you know, it's like, oh no, they died, and now we're back here, and they're alive again, and the girl's not even born yet. So, okay, they they are very loose with this, and it's very much so like Pulp Fiction level um, timelines, where the parts absolutely intertwine, but you never oh, yeah. know at what part they do, and when a part the, the when they're separated, 
they where they tie into each other or where they separate and when they come together or anything like that because they never give you names or times or anything like they purposely avoid telling give you names sometimes the years like, uh, like the years are the big thing that oh, they, they never purposely the avoid years. telling you with no, the exception of a couple years. things that it took me two times to figure out what they were talking referencing but like uh what scene was that? Because yeah, he was in the. Sorry, I'm I'm ble- I'm bleeding over in episode three of this. Yeah, point. I'm gonna say yeah. They they fighting the, at that uh, point, but in this curse. episode they don't really do that. Like, yeah, this episode there's just two storylines. Yeah, his you, thing you, and there's Geralt and Yennefer. Or Geralt and, and Siri. Siri, Siri. What's her? Siri. Cyril? How do you pronounce her name? Like your phone. Uh, the well, worst. That's what they call her for short, but her like full name is like Cyril. Oh, uh, Citronella Candle. Okay, yeah, that sounds right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> she repels all the mosquitoes yes um uh, with her scream <laughs> yeah so we just have like their two storylines going in parallel right yeah because you don't no even meet yennefer in this episode no yennefer's in the next episode yeah boy do we meet yennefer <laughs> yeah you do she <laughs> makes herself well known very quickly we should talk about the second episode uh let's see uh yeah yeah we can move on Screamed, vomited, and passed out. Yep. Magic is primarily focused on screaming in this series until it's not. Yes, we get we we learned that in uh, episode three when they just spend the last fifteen minutes of the episode screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Magic duels are just a bunch of people yelling at each other. <laughs> like, <sighs> take your Harry Potter nonsense out of here. We're just gonna yell and yell absolute nothing at one another shit's gonna explode also portals yes yeah right anything else on episode one uh no took an arrow to the eye stop with the eyes yes the the violence in this is whoo yeah, man. Yeah. It's <laughs> like Tarantino one, level stuff. <laughs> letting you know what you were in for. Lots of swears and not holding back on the violence. No. Even if you wish sometimes they would. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Oh, good. Good Lord, guys. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. This is a little gratuitous. Yeah. Is that really necessary? Like, Netflix is like, yeah, this is adorable. You think <laughs> your, your Game of Thrones scenes are adorable. Our B plot is going to have people getting shot through the eye, stabbed through the dick, <laughs> cannibalism. Like yes, we're gonna cut off a dead woman's flesh, and this guy's gonna eat it, and then we're gonna disembowel him and throw it at the sky. And <laughs> what what is Game happening? Why is but this... yet we're still gonna do a better acted and better shot than all of Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, shots fired. So yeah, episode two. Let's go. Episode two. Sorry, I didn't mean to start him. <laughs> Witcher episode two. The episode starts with a pair of Stephen King bullies picking on an unnamed girl, and of course she's unnamed. The show plays the pronoun game so much it would break a sin counter. Anyway, Melisandre buys Piglet because she has teleporting powers, and the plot progresses. Speaking of cinemasins, in the space of a minute we get two counts of characters says they won't do a thing just before they do the thing, but at least we got some great snot acting. Superdad meets up with a fucking bard and picks a side quest to kill a monster. Remember kids, bags of coins will always have the exact change inside. And Shrek heads off with an unwanted donkey hanging along. Only it turns out that not all monsters are evil, and this one is intelligent and working with some owls. Fade to black. The witch wakes up to meet these owls in hiding, but still manages to keep their heads as they escape with some pretty cool loot. 
Okay, if you stop laughing now, loot. Get it? Get it. I got you, Derek. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Castle weird. Pike, Piglet gets forced and rolled into Hogwarts and instantly fails her lessons. It's Leviosa, not Leviosa. And we finally get her name, Yennefer. Wait, I know that name. And at this point, I start realizing that our three main characters aren't interacting at all, and the pronoun games make sense. We're in multiple timelines, aren't we? Also, weeks are passing for one character while the other has experienced days or hours, but also the not meeting thing. Anyway, the Avatar tries her best to learn floating rocks, airbending, and catching lightning. Yennefer doesn't do well at most of these lessons, but she does manage to survive the reward of Ascension, which basically involves being turned into an eel to act as magic power supply. Yep. And that makes absolute sense, because I'm sure that is described better in the book than it was in the show. <laughs> yes. It's, yeah, Cave's okay, like, so why... Why are they turning him into eels and putting him on the lake? I was like, because they're conduits. It's like, <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. I still don't know. Like, magic, magic hand wavy. Yeah, no. So, um, Jennifer's story takes place. So, it is like beginning, middle, and current. The current story is series storyline. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you that right now. I'm not going to tell you where. Well, I mean, that's, that's obvious because, yeah. you know. There's so, scenes that we've seen where. Also, you can always tell the, how far back in the past we are if you hear good things about Sintra. <laughs> the better uh. things are going for Sintra, the further back we are. Because <laughs> <laughs> things don't turn out well for Sintra, turns out. <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. Um, so, like, I, Jennifer was another one of those characters that I just kind of knew of adjacently because it was one of those, she's always been one of those best and hottest video game her- heroines that don't need no man. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not Jennifer. And I look at her on IMDb, I'm like, yeah, it's more Jennifer. That's not Jennifer. We'll get there. I'm like, why would you get a woman this hot? To play a woman who, uh, I mean, to play this. Yeah, and why would you prosthetic her up? Yeah. Oh, you'll find out. Oh, yeah, you find out. Boy, will you find out. Oh, 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 you find out. Oh, you find out. Oh, boy. Um. On this week's episode of Queer Eye for the Hunchback. (laughs) (laughs) Which that dude. Oh, my gosh. I I love how in, like, how hard he falls for Yennefer, even though like he's cute and she's not in this. Like, I love the fact that they actually have a genuine relationship. Yeah. Even though like, I mean, he obviously was supposed to like manipulate her and get information or something, something for, for wizard man from previous episode. Right. But he obviously falls for her for real. Yeah, but at the same time, she's manipulating him. I, I, that wasn't very clear to me what what the the back and forth was. And I think we're skipping into episode three, but they kind of overlap a lot. So yeah, um, this episode definitely introduces you to Jennifer and kind of focuses primarily on her in this episode. Yeah, we get her her origin story. Yeah, which is really sad because her dad's yes, a douchebag. Uh, or dead. Her real dad. Yeah, her real dad is... Uh, yeah, stepdad. Sorry. Stepdad is a douchebag who sells her for four marks. Yep. This is the title of the episode. Ah, let's see what you did there. Um, and everybody's mean to her. Yep, everybody's mean to her. And But like the wizard people aren't mean to her because of her looks. They're mean to her because she's bad at books. 
she's You're not nerdy enough for the nerd club so you have you have a lot of magic but even like her fellow students are nice to her there's like no bullying going yeah. on really at least that they because show. they're all there by they're not there any of them are there no. by their <laughs> yeah, own like, so they're like gosh. we're all basically slaves so we're going to be decent to one another we're in this together it's like come on this you can do crazy it crazy woman throwing lightning at us <laughs> make the rock float Oh, your hand died. Sorry. I probably yeah. should have given you a heads up about that, like, but I was making the point. Fuck, woman. <laughs> Jesus. Give and take. Meanwhile, Siri's hanging out with Rat Boy. Yep. We'll learn more about later. Yeah. But he's nice. Though not much more. Like. Yeah, he's an elf. Yes. And Sintra were super D-bags to elves. Yes. Uh, the elves are a very eclectic group in this. They are definitely far from the pretty boy Legolas elves. Like, they are definitely more the Nordic, we're going to steal and eat your babies elves. Except they don't, right? <laughs> they seem like nice. They seem like nice elves. Hey, look over there. Citrus, oh. Citrus the bad guys. Ugh. Like the whole devil elf genocide thing? That seems bad, right? Yeah, no, the, the elves are actually, like, from what I can tell, the elves are pretty good. Um, though I am playing The Witcher 3 right now, and there's a reason why the elf genocide happened. We'll just leave it at that, because that'll probably be touched on in season two or three. Um, yeah, which season two already announced, so. Yep. It's February 2021, and I am super excited. And I am glad because my poor pansexual heart cannot take all of the beauty that is all the beautiful people that are in this show. There are a lot of pretty people in here, despite there are a lot them, of despite them always needing a bath. <laughs> yes, Geralt always needs a bath. Always needs a bath. Yes, that's one of my Katie notes. Is like I just I just want to bathe these people. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Geralt wants you to bathe him because. But yeah, we get introduced Apparently to that's our bard duties. friend in that song that takes that took over the internet. Yes, the song that broke the internet. It really did. Like I didn't listen to any of the songs when they first the covers when they first started dropping because I'm like I'm not going to listen to the song because I'm afraid it's going to spoil things in the show for me. And I wanted to watch the show but at the time I didn't have Netflix. So <laughs> Because we abandoned it for Disney Plus, and then shows like Lock and Key and The Witcher came around. So I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I quit you too soon, Netflix. Um, save me. I a wish I could quit you. Money. So <laughs> there's that. Um, bought me a bought me a coffee or two. So there was there was that. Um, so yeah, the 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 song that took the internet by the storm. Uh, toss going to your Witcher. Oh, Valley of Plenty. Oh, Valley of Plenty. Oh, Valley of Plenty. He's a friend of humanity. Yes. <laughs> Hugh's only friend. I like how most of the covers do put Hugh and Manatee in two different words. Sound like there's a space between the two of them. So I'm just thinking of this man, this sea cow. A manatee, manatee named Hugh. Yes, he's just sea cow named Hugh, and he's very happy. His only his friend, Geralt. His, his good friend, Geralt, the Witcher. <laughs> I could see, I just could see Geralt being friends with the manatee. Oh yeah. As long you as like him and his horse wasn't, wasn't against hearing. 
fuck a lot. <laughs> Don't touch Roach. <laughs> Poor Roach. I love Roach. <laughs> Roach is the best. Roach is so good. He's the he's the one that that Gerald confides in. Yes. I do like how he like expositions to, to Roach. <laughs> to Roach the horse. And uh, what was her Renfer? Renfrey? Renfrey. Renf- Renfrey. Not Renfer. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not every woman in this name is something yeah. Effer. Effer. Like walks up and Renfer, like, you, you got Yenifer, you walking you got to Renifer. the <laughs> Are you talking to that horse? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's it to you? I love Yasker. Though like Yasker is a great like he He is a wonderful character. He boy he he wore on me a little bit, obviously. He balance. He yeah, yeah. He's supposed and, to be obnoxious. And then he grows on you. He's still no less obnoxious, but he does grow on you and make you actually feel for him. And I can appreciate that. It doesn't really happen in this episode, except for at the end where he sings the song. Yeah, not till the end. But he does have the face of a cat and a coward. Yeah. He, so uh, you know he's got that face that you want to punch <laughs> at the same time you kind of like him you do and he's he's and the actor who plays him is just seems like a general he's like he's just having a lot of fun like um it was this was a good episode. I, I enjoyed this episode um, because Yennefer is a very compelling character and not for the reasons why you think. Uh, she's actually legitimately compelling and I adore her. Yeah, she's a very, very interesting character. And they uh, She gets even more interesting as we move on into episode like three. Yes, uh, let's see. We talked about the lightning test. Yep. Yeah, uh, there was oh when Siri was running away from the, the people chasing her, she like puts all this mud in her hair, I guess yeah. to disguise herself. But then when she meets up with Radboy, her hair is clean. Or no, no, not then. When she gets to like the camp or whatever where the the refugees are hiding out, her hair yeah. is clean. I was like, how how'd your hair get clean? Uh, reading between the lines and gut gut punches. And uh, Katie, Katie is really bothered by the face talking in this show. <laughs> like everybody, just, just not, not, not giving personal space. Just oh, talking like, really close to faces. Talking. It's like you know, like like right here. Like why are you, why are you so close to their face when you're talking to them? No one should be that close. Take a step back. From your, so I don't think any. I don't think you. I don't think these people brush their teeth. Oh yeah, no hygiene, not. In a world where drowners and things like that exist, hygiene not really the uh, primary focus. But yes, on to episode three. Judge Ooh, me not, Roach. Indeed. Which episode three? We open with another hunter taking on a monster slaying job to prove that the threat is real before Sam and Dean get involved. And somebody has been watching my playthrough of Witcher 3 because Superman stays a spell in a brothel. Time has progressed enough for the Bard to have written songs about most of Aragorn's scars, and for them to be famous. He's hired to go hunt down Strager Things, a side quest that feels a lot like that monster baby from Witcher 3. <laughs> we get Witcher Sense, pre-battle potions, a monster with quest timer, and we're sure this isn't based on the video game? 
Yennefer's story continues with a dance in the Great Hall of Hogwarts, and the newly transfigured witches are paired off with their various kings now that they've earned their chains. A rejected Jennifer puts herself through the Black Widow initiation and gets the looks of the woman I know and romanced. And both hers and the Steiger's bloody rebirths play out together without a hint of subtlety in their symmetry. No. No, not a hint. <laughs> no subtlety whatsoever. No subtlety. Joe's not great on subtlety. Like, if you want, like, to figure things out other than the timelines thing, it's not great on that at all. No, no. I, I did notice this was the first episode where I noticed the little symbol changes above the title card each episode. Oh, yeah, it goes through the uh, different signs. I mean, I don't know what they are, but I was like, oh. They change it every time. Ard, Ira, uh, Igni, Queen, Anil. I don't know. There's the, the wolf face and the tree and yeah. the, the like fork looking thing. <laughs> yeah, because, well, the wolf face is Geralt's because he is the yeah. white wolf. He's the white wolf. The tree that was is the first episode. Uh, Siri. Yeah, and the forest of Bol- Bolokin. Yep. Bolokin. Forest of Bolokin, the uh, dryad forest, where she learns to harness her magic, mostly. Oh. Spoilers. Oh, I'm sorry. Her doing. She drank the water. Canary level screams. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They, they don't go too deep into that one either, though. Like, the subtle. Siri is probably the most subtle character in this entire season and she's not that subtle <laughs> like um you do get introduced to Triss Marigold in this episode which is a big deal for video game fans because as Daryl said usually you get to romance Yennefer or Triss as your uh, end game waifu and there we go okay um, you, you get to find out the very painful process of which uh, why he, why they cast a supermodel to play Yennefer. <laughs> yes, indeed. Though I, I gotta say, uh, the makeover warlock, whatever he was, right? That guy was great. He was. He's <laughs> just flamboyant enough, <laughs> right? They'll take my chains, and what do you think I'm going to do to you? Oh, you sassy bitch. <laughs> I knew I liked you. <laughs> you sure you want to go through this, sweetheart? You won't have babies no more. Stab me, you fabulous fuck you. <laughs> I knew that wasn't the dress for you. And we're just going to get the perfect, like, long, form-fitting black dress because we have to show off. Um... Though I do like, there was a big pushback on her because obviously there is a huge facet of the universe that doesn't know the source material on this or anything like that. Um, A bunch of people were up in arms about her changing herself like that. And I'm like, she didn't do it for anybody but herself. And I'm sorry, if you're going to have a problem with somebody trying to change themselves for themselves. mm. (laughs) It's her choice. That's what she wanted. Maybe you're going a little bit too far with your self-empowerment thing. Like, she didn't change herself for a man. She didn't change herself for anybody. She changed herself for herself to become who she felt she was. 
to get what she wanted. I felt it was more along the lines of a um, transgender transformation than a, well, she's lo- she made herself pretty for the men. No, she was, she was that Yennefer inside that entire time. And she was desperate enough to take any means necessary to get to the person that she knew she was. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. She was cursed for being half-elf. Yeah, exactly. But what's-his-face, Eastrid? Still yes. was into it? Yep. Cute, cute boy. What, cute what was, portal boy. What was the sex audience about? What was that? Yeah. Um, the round of applause was a nice touch. Yeah. <laughs> the the chaos involved in the spells of the sorceresses um, is very much so fueled by human condition, and like you are at your most primal and most chaotic during sex, and the sorceress's powers come from chaos. And you can't go full feral because. You know they didn't go into that in this season. Um, I only discover what happens when you go f- when you give into your chaos from Witcher Three. Thanks, that's something I'm not looking forward to in the next couple of seasons. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Yennefer, nor is it Triss, but they go into what happens when you lose control of your chaos, and I'm like, oh, that's that's going to be distre- distressing when uh, when that gets shown on television because <laughs> it was distressing in a video game. Um, uh, <laughs> so there is a the other plot line of Geralt fighting Striga, which is fun oh, yeah. to say. Striga. Striga. So we go to this other kingdom where there's a tangled web of people being gross. And um, yes. <laughs> well, that was among the gross things. <laughs> No, incest, cursing babies, making monsters. Yep. People getting eaten by monsters. Yep. And then uh, when Geralt has to go into the Bandit Castle and, and fight the Guillermo del Toro style monster till, <laughs> right? till morning light. Like as soon as they revealed it, I was like, oh, wow. Is this Pan's Labyrinth? I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> It looked great, though, man. That, it did. That it did. I, I love Guillermo del Toro monsters. For real. You can you can rip him off. I don't mind. Which you know, again, Geralt spends most of his time just being annoyed at everyone. Yeah. It's like, okay, so who's the child's father? How dare you? Like, ah, okay, whatever. <laughs> I'll, I'll go take care of it. <laughs> Being pissed off at the world is just the best. Like he's just tired of everyone's shit. Like, <clears throat> will someone please just answer questions? Stop asking, answering questions with questions. If you want me to help you, you gotta tell me what's going on. And this is obviously fucking sleep. Oh, that's not this episode. Sorry. <laughs> Have you guys the sleep episode yet? I don't think so. No, I think it's. Five. Sure. Now, this is the episode with uh, Yennefer's transformation, yep. completing her training. And and, yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, can you and, keep it away from us? 
Can you keep it away from its crypt for how long? Until the bell strikes 12. <laughs> it's like, so what did you do? How did, what was the curse? Just tell me what you did. It's like, I had to recite this, and then I had to do it till it bathed in lamb's blood till dawn. It's like, till dawn. God, God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. So now I got to fight it till dawn. <laughs> Like how it's like every time he gets smacked around and gets shit cacked out, I was like, "Oh God, I'm so tired of this." Like, all for some coin. Yep. Oh. But there's another Witcher and another Mage like, I, lady. I genuinely enjoy the Monster of the Week thing that they do with this because it's never feel. It always feels like it's leading towards something. Like, even yeah. when I was watching this the first time, like, it always felt like it was leading towards something and it wasn't just Geralt angrily punching a monster. Yeah. And he usually takes the high road. Yeah. Of, you know, it's like, oh, no. It's like, go kill the monster. It's like, mm, it's not a monster. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's not a monster. It's a little girl. That there's a cursed princess. It's like, Street. when she comes back, she's not going to be herself. I hope you know that. And I hope you're ready for that. Like what she's gonna? It's like eh, she's gonna be feral, basically, because yeah, you know, because she's she as a monster for being a fucking monster, eating people. She's yeah. not gonna know what's going on. So everybody in that kingdom is gross. Yes, <laughs> the gross kingdom. Yes. All right. Anything else on this episode? Uh, let's see. Uh, be reborn. He's mostly annoyed. No, I think we covered it. And then Roach judges judges Geralt for visiting prostitutes. Yeah. Roach sassing off is great. Like, don't you judge me. <laughs> Witcher episode four, they done done cook. Alexa wanders the forest and finds some Amazons who can travel by lens flare. She drinks some magic water and ends up visiting the Black Panther spirit tree. Jennifer travels with her queen, who has given birth to another daughter, proving that the events of her origin story happened 30 years ago. She gets chased through hyperspace by Dark Maul with the use of her sling ring, only to lose both the arsehole mother and the innocent baby. Being the hero doesn't really seem to work out for her, I guess. The bard gives Gerald a side quest, which involves a fancy party at Ciri's grandmother's? The one we saw die? Okay, the witch's timeline is in the past too, but Ciri looks older. Oh, that's Ciri's mother? Sure, why not? Gerald gets to sit next to the dead queen as they entertain fools and would-be suitors while ignoring the shiniest meats the prop department could polish for them. And today, the Mandalorian will be played by the first version of movie Sonic the Hedgehog, who loses his helmet pretty easily, it seems. Luckily, True Love's kiss breaks the curse and they live happily ever after. Until episode one. And the Witcher unknowingly claims the future Google Assistant, a claim he denies, possibly setting into action the chaos we've seen so far. Diamond. Shut up, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> so, whoa, whoa, settle down. We're not there yet. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if you if you had any confusion about there being previous timelines before, now you completely get them. Oh, yes, very much, obviously. Yes. That queen died in the first episode, but now she's yep. alive, and Gerald's here, but he doesn't look any older or younger. But does he age? Mm. Uh, probably not. Not in uh, a traditional but, sense, and they even say that. But he's famous, and people seem to like him now. In the yeah. first episode, they hate him, so that must have been farther in the past. And now, like you know, the bard's actually 
made the songs and people like him and toss corner yeah. to your witcher no valley of plenty and he's famous and he gets invited to parties right and yeah then we we uh yeah also like mousesack's back like oh okay yeah he definitely oh mousesack's back i thought he died but then at the end of this episode they show that no he did not die so cool he's still alive in the present as well and also hasn't aged even though he's there with Siri's mom yeah um yep because we also get the so honor codes are not just a thing in the witcher universe as we found out in this episode like they actually have magic behind them like when you make a promise there's a magic to it yeah so we're we're talking about the law of surprises now yes exactly because they kind of just drop that there and they're like i claim the law of surprise the what (laughs) yeah like they they definitely drop on like what the fuck is the law of surprise and i'm looking up like oh yeah there's like most of one of the books is entirely dedicated to the law of surprise yes so we, we they explain it more or less yeah, how, how it works uh they don't explain what how it actually like fucks with destiny or anything like that like no well that's just because destiny well yeah because also because destiny magic and magic yeah there, there there is a certain level of disbelief that you have to suspend it's like yeah this world's Reminder that this world does have elves and magic and things like that. Having the law of surprise would just sound kind of sounds like something you, you and your buddy do. Ready to watch like you lost a bet at the uh, of the super superb owl, and like your friends like hey, you owe me fourteen hundred bucks. And he's like shit. Uh, I, I will give you the law of surprise, and then he just poops in the refrigerator. <laughs> That's not how the law of surprise works. It's no, whenever yeah, they, you're like, you get a windfall of some sort that you weren't expecting. Right. It is. Well, it's something that you have, child. but you do not know you have. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's the law of surprise. Is it something that you have, but it's something that you don't know you have. In this case, he's a baby. Twice. Twice. Well, first, it's a woman. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog gets gets a wife through the Law of Surprise, and spoiler alert, she actually falls in love with Spiky Boy. Because, uh, you know, reasons. Yeah. Or because uh, magic. Because he is a handsome hedgehog. Sure. Uh, Which I don't know, but okay, let me go ahead and get into this. Like, I I haven't decided yet whether or not I really like this show, but I cannot deny that it is fascinatingly and entertaining to watch <laughs> because <laughs> even when it's doing chirpy things like oh we have the banquet where the princess is going to be betrothed and here's all the suitors and blah 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 but the princess doesn't want to marry it she wants to marry for love and, blah, blah, blah. and oh of course the knight shows up and wants to claim the law of surprise whatever that is and oh oh he's a hedgehog he's a hedgehog man of course he is a hedgehog man <laughs> because of course he's a hedgehog dude <laughs> he's a hedgehog man why wouldn't he be <sighs> Yeah, he's like, what? That's a hedgehog man. <laughs> like, sure is. Cause this show, man. <laughs> this show, you, you can't predict anything that's gonna happen. Nope. Nope. <laughs> but mother, I love the hedgehog man. <laughs> mother, I need the hedgehog man. Please let me be with Sonic. I've already had that. I want more. So, Witcher saves hedgehog man. They get married, break the curse. He's not a hedgehog man anymore. Law of surprises again. Oh, she's pregnant. With fuck. 
Yeah, she throws up. He just looks. Oh, fuck. Are you? <sighs> like, I have to reward you. He's like, no, nah, you don't have to do that. It's like, please. Like, fine. Uh, law of surprise, like you did. It's it's fine. It's whatever. Yeah, everything's fine. Bye. I'm probably going to get like a piece of corn or something. Like, uh, I'll get some corn or something. It's, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm just going to leave. Turns and then, walk. She throws up. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Good old mouth sack. It's like, well, you gotta, you gotta claim your thing. No, 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 I don't. Nope, nope, I'm not ready to be a dad yet. But destiny. It's like, nah, Fuck destiny. destiny. <laughs> also, for anybody who wonders, this is Henry Cavill's actual voice, but he's just pitch, pitching it down an octave, like he's doing that thing that Chris Pratt did in um, uh, Infinity War, where he just talks down an octave <laughs> on his voice, but it's actually Henry Cavill's voice. That's the reason why. In in legend uh, Justice League, he sounds so weird putting on an American accent. <laughs> Just bring it down an octave, like uh, Chris Pratt did in Lego Movie Two. Yeah. Bling. Sorry. So uh, yeah, that's pretty much that with uh, Geralt's thing. Fun, another fun uh, Geralt's. Monster of the Week-ish story, and we get some background on Siri and yep. their connection and destiny and why the Queen told her to go find him and all that good stuff. So, hey, we linked up the timeline a little bit there. That was fun. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for that show. <laughs> Bringing it back together. Meanwhile, in the Forest of Dryads. Yep. Siri, Siri meets up with her Dryad friends, and her and mousy elf boy looks like they're gonna flirt and something's gonna happen maybe maybe who knows time will tell but i drank the waters and nothing happened it's like oh you gotta drink from the source of the tree and the tree starts talking to you and like man what is in this water (laughs) (laughs) what are you narcotic water like (laughs) holy crap this tree is talking to me guys it's just it's just a pay it's just a peyote peyote tree (laughs) like she's going on her spirit journey you know (laughs) waters of bullocking are the best dryad magic 420 blazer (laughs) i am so high right now she comes back and she just really wants flaming hot cheetos for no good reason (laughs) What are flaming hot Cheetos? I don't know, but the waters told me I need them. <laughs> the tree spoke to me. I need Cheetos. It said, bring me Takis. <laughs> bring me Takitos and White Castle. <laughs> bring you to the White Castle? No. <laughs> bring me White Castle. Oh, I love this show. I really do. Um, and, and like I was, like you said, like this is absolutely me. I am all into high fantasy, like weird D and D campaign things. Like, bring me into it. I fucking love it. Um, and you know, why I was so glad that The Witcher Three was on sale when I got done watching this show because it was the quickest fifteen dollars I've ever spent. <laughs> <laughs> and you know. We- 
even though it's very much following fantasy tropes, they like just take hard left turns at all all the time and you're just right. not really quite sure what's gonna happen next. Yeah, it's like, oh, we're or gonna settle into this happen? trope and they're gonna get me- <laughs> Oh, there's a hedgehog man. Well, they're cutting out her lady parts. <laughs> oh, there's a weird three eyed spider monster lady. Yeah. Oh god, that guy has a weird hunter spider mantis thing and Oh yes. Uh, let's talk about yeah, the assassin and his weird that guy's never explained by the way. Yeah. Why would why should guy? Never explained. He never shows up again either. Well, he's an assassin, and Yennefer killed his spider, so I guess he doesn't. Yeah, but didn't kill him. <laughs> like he just disappears. And then and you know, the whole thing is never brought up again. <laughs> like none of the assassins, none of that is ever touched on again. Like Yennefer tried to protect him, but the queen, princess, whatever she was, was yeah. Know. Real dumb. I don't know. Young and then the show will be like, "Oh, these terrible things are happening," and all oh, the princess queen or whatever she was died. But you know, she kind of offered up her baby as a sacrifice. So screw her. It's like, yeah, Jennifer saved the baby. Oh no, she didn't. No, she didn't. Yeah, it turns out a baby. Dang, show. Pull, me. pull some punches. You for real? Sometimes, jeez. <laughs> like five minutes. Like, oh, queen wants to give up the baby. Nope, queen dead. Jennifer saves her baby. Yay! Oh, baby's dead. Um, we're just gonna have a sad, solemn thing. No, Jennifer's gonna scream at the baby that she wants a baby. Like, <laughs> Jesus, show. Give a little down. monologue, and then we have to keep looking at the dead baby. Please stop showing the dead baby. God, this is hard. I don't like this. Show, come on. Just, it's okay. You don't have to keep rubbing our faces in it. You're, <laughs> you're, you're hard and and cold and and dark. It's cool show. Nope, we're just gonna keep beating you with it, and then she's eventually gonna kill the spider thing, and that's never, yeah. Cool. I'm glad this guy who's just pissed off that his wife couldn't have a boy, which is his fault, is gonna hire magic assassins and kill Doctor Strange or try to kill Doctor Strange. Try to, unsuccessfully. No, because she can't be bleed either. <clears throat> Well, I mean, she does have plot armor, right? Oh, absolutely. 1,000% plot armor. She has more plot armor than fucking Geralt has. Like, <laughs> But she's super capable, so. Yeah, no. She's, and, like, she's no Mary thing. Sue. She has full agency of her own self. Like, she is a badass in her own right. She doesn't need anybody there to handle herself. Like, and, I thought I wanted to be this, like, you know, the mage of the best court in the world, but I'm seeing now. I hated it, no. It's like, thanks. I hate it. Yeah. I guess I'm ready to move on now. Time to go do my go own thing. Oh, shit up everywhere because <laughs> reasons. You know, I can portal anywhere I want. So screw you guys. Oh, shit. Weird spider guy can follow me through the portals. Uh, <gasps> how are they tracking me? I like how they even they broke the, the tracker and it didn't actually end because he could still follow her. <laughs> like, yeah, well, I, they didn't know which one was tracking. They just kept throwing random things off. But yeah, like we're just going to keep throwing everything off. And then Jennifer just kind of pieces out. <laughs> I was half tempted to wait. I was, I was waiting for them to like just the like one portal, both of them just be all three of them be just completely naked coming through there. Like, <laughs> like it has to be on one of us. <laughs> 
not because I wanted to see it, just because I think it would be that moment of levity of like, <laughs> it has to be one piece of clothing somewhere. So we can't figure out what it is. So we're just going to throw off all of them. Because reasons. Better safe than sorry. Exactly. You can never be too safe until you show your butt. We should move. We should end the show. <laughs> I did the um, thing. Bury the baby on the beach. Right. Oh. Oof. 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 Show. Oof. 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 <laughs> that was heavy. Fuck. <laughs> yes, exactly. Thank you, Gerald. So, um, just as a quick note of what we're going to be talking about next week, um, Legends Tomorrow, uh, finishing up Arrow, I believe. Yeah, finishing up Arrow. You know, finish up Arrow. We'll get into Legends of Tomorrow. I guess do some more Witcher and, uh, yep, some Flash and some Witcher. Oh, Flash, we got to do that too. Um, we're not going to discuss um, Lock and Key because it appears it premieres on the seventh, and we record next on the tenth. So uh, we're going to talk about Lock and Key starting on the twenty fourth uh, on Netflix. It premieres on the seventh, though. So at least two or three episodes, at least three episodes of that later in the month. Better, better, better. Saul Call comes out. On the 23rd of February. Uh, if you need to catch up on that, uh, season four is dropping on Netflix next week in the US. Everywhere else has it already there. So shut up. <laughs> yeah, that. Um, yeah, so that, that's just that's some information on what we're going to be doing uh, next week. Finishing Arrow, a couple episodes of Legends of the Morrow, at least an episode of Flash. And Witcher. Witcher. If you want to email the show, put in your two cents. You can do that by emailing show at geek-io.net, or you can also message us on Facebook and Twitter over at slash geek.io show on both of those and, and directly. Or you can talk to us about this and every other thing that we do over on our Discord at geek-io.net slash Discord. If you are still one of those people that like to send in voicemails, you can do that as well. 727-489-4335. That is 727-489-GEEK. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> oh, me too. Uh, Just the season. It is. It really is. Especially here in Florida where we've literally went from 31 degrees to 70 the next day. Like I'm a little tired of it. It's killing me. Um. Our website, which has all of our stuff on it and more, is at geek-io.net. Uh, I'm going to be working over the next couple of months to revamp that and make it look better and more along the lines of what we're doing into the future. So there's that. Uh, also, you can listen to us live, twitch.tv slash geek.io show. Um, and if you want to support us, go over to patreon.com slash geek.io. For as low as $1 a month, you get access to an ad-free master feed of all the stuff that we do here on the Geek.io network. And if you go over to geek-io.net slash Amazon, a little bit comes to us. doesn't cost you any extra. I bought off of that site a pickle tub. For reasons. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're going to go over to geek-io-show.showbot.tv and we're going to talk some show titles. Jazz, what have we got? We got some show titles. Looks like some votes have already been casted and messed up my sorting, but that's okay. Uh, the Gross I Kingdom. I made it so we can actually, you know, resort those. Is that how that works? I don't know its order they were in, but it's fine. 
I've frozen it now. Uh, the Gross Kingdom, Punch Him in the Z, Ethereal Whooshing, Sexy Lady, What's Her Face, Who Has the Bigger Sky Laser, Slipping into Titus, Anti Monitor, Grumped at the Speed Force, Why Do I Smell Silver, Hovich, I Come into My Booby Garden, Break the Sin Counter, He's Got That Face You Want to Punch, Not All Women Are Named Inifer, Peyote Tree, and Bring Me Taquitos and White Castle. Looks like we are the gross kingdom. Isn't <laughs> get three somehow? Yeah, who's the third vote on I'm that? I'm not one? arguing. Yeah, who's the third vote on that? <laughs> uh, I'm not arguing, but thank you for whoever voted on that. Come on, uh, you know Booby Gardens better. Yeah. Oh, I know. Come, come, Booby Garden. We have matters to discuss. It's a very right. difficult profession being a feature. <laughs> all right guys we will see you back here in a couple of weeks you, we love you, you one another. <laughs> bye bye now you come back if you now. kill the shadow witch she's a very bad lady all just line read everything please thank you <laughs> all right, so show me the baby <laughs> I still haven't recorded 2020 outro, so we're just going to have Justin and Brian yell at us. Bye! Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> Hope you like 2020. For real. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.